podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We call whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers. Ralph Hessenhoofen. Hey, Ralph. Hell, hell's frozen overloom. Ralphen Hootenhausen. You might be saying to yourselves, why would he have said those things? And you'd be right. But there's a good reason, because it's a name I'm conjuring with. Like Tommy Cooper. Failing with my conjuring of it. Let me explain. Briefly, in a, because we should really just then start getting on with stuff. Matt Sanger is here from the set pieces. Hello, Matt. Hello, Mark. Welcome back. We'll talk about Blackburn and indeed the heady heights of the championships in a moment's time. But who is indeed Ralph Flessenflim? He is the manager of. Like, no, say his name. <laughs> Ralph Hassenhüttel. Thank you. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> At this stage, now that we've now he said Ralph, Ralph Hassenhüttel. I'm delighted to say that Andy Connell, of course, our favourite swing-out sister and Manchester City fan, has, has returned to our fold. I have. Good to see you. Having been up and down the old M1 for many a... I feel you've underused me, honestly. I do, and I, I apologise. If it's but, something my agent said, you know, you've, you've kept it, me out in the cold this It was your <laughs> incapacity to understand that Rolf Flutenflauden is clearly the man for the Arsenal job. <laughs> Sorry, okay. <laughs> you good? Okay, so I, I, I will return on this because now we go in front of us. It's a strange old time at Arsenal because of, uh, 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 is this why you think the name has cropped up at set piece as well? Because Wenger's got his own issues to deal with in terms of time at the club. But then this is all this weird conversation he's having very much out loud about wages and extent and, and lengths of contracts. Is, are the times are changing? Oh, well, it's sort of been a story for the last few seasons, hasn't sure. it? Sure. I think, uh, well, his contract's up at the end of the end of the season, and uh, this is a report that's come from Germany and was sort of, uh, the, the flames were fanned, we could say, by, by Ralph Hassenhüttl. He's all over it like a rash. We'll call him Ralph. Uh, let's Ralph, let's Ralph's just a do good, that, Ralph's yeah. a good, strong name, so we'll stick with that. Um, at Leipzig who, uh, you know, didn't really want to, to sort of distance himself, I don't think, from, from the position. He did a remarkable job of not distancing himself, mm. didn't he? Yeah. And also not saying, I, I want to expect to get the job. It's quite a difficult skill, actually. Is it, though? That. Yeah. But, uh, but, but what's the sense? Is there a kind, is there something in the air? I mean, because uh, Sanchez's name keeps cropping up as being a name that, that may be just outside of this whole bubble anyway and may, may just go because he's that kind of footballer. That might not be fair on him. But the Ozil conversation to be had, Oxlade Chamberlain potentially not wanting to be there anymore. Is it shake-up time? Uh, uh, well, I, th- I think that they'll probably sign in the next the next few weeks, th- those two players. Like, Arsenal can't afford to, to let the contracts tick Quite down. Right. And, but maybe it is a little bit from Wenger, like, oh, you know, our two-star players, look at the contracts are expiring. Sort of, hint, hint, my, my contract's expiring as well. So. Ah, so he keeps them in the frame. It's, Arsenal's always fun like this. It just We enjoy them. You, you, you <laughs> do, you, you get very much. Yes, as an aperitif. But... The thing about it is, is, is the, and this is a conversation that we're going to have, we've had all season long, we will have for the rest of the season, arguably, until famously the Ides of March, you know, which they always arrive right, at. Yes. But 
it looks like it, he's at a certain age, but he's got his squad at a certain age. And it, are there, it, is there a threat there, do you think, from that part of North London? I think so. I think, I think there's uh, – we've always had that thing. Everybody knows what they think about Arsenal and the way they taper yeah. off at the yeah. end of the season. But I think you, there's quality there now. You know, that, uh, and, and like you say, there's youth, there's pace throughout the team. And you just think – for me, we should have got Sanchez. You look at Sanchez, he's the one player you just think, how did they he, get He's him? a gem, isn't he? Yeah, because he, he motivates a team. You see it happen. He's, he, comes, he makes the rest of them come alive. And uh, Ozil, you could, yeah, he's a good player. But I think they have to keep him, like you said, because you lose him, that sends such a message. You know? and it, it's, a, it's an interesting time to talk about because, of course, you know, I, I, we could have been stronger. If we were talking about this before the full set of midweek fixtures... Mm. It might be a different conversation, but they went and lost to Everton, who bizarrely enough are top half. Well, we went and lost and to Leicester, and they're, and, they're, you know. and they're a failure. I, 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 I'm a bit confused by like that. Manchester Everybody's City. going and losing. Yes, no, but exactly. We're all failures, aren't we? Apart from Chelsea, who happen to not have lost, yeah. which they should have done in the last few games. So, of course, they're geniuses, and everyone else is f- floundering. You know, yeah. that's, that's, next week it'll be different. So it doesn't, you know. Okay, so where are we, uh, Matt? What do you think so far in terms of the way it's gone? Because Liverpool, as we speak, I mean, obviously with the weekend fixture, but that, the midweek ones are really interesting way of shaking up the pack there a little bit, isn't it? Is Chelsea kind of looking away? I mean, it's too early for that. Well, what, what is it? Ten wins in a row now? Yeah, I, I th- mean, that's I think... pretty, you know, that's formidable stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great response to that 3-0 defeat at Arsenal where they looked, you know, totally abject. Yeah. But, but uh, I, I think, yeah, it's, it's sort of, like you were saying, Andy, whenever that's that's the best in the league, it, it's going to make everyone else look look a little bit crap, to be honest. Yeah. But um, I think it's just, that's the sort of thing where, like, Arsenal do look like challenges this year, but, uh, you know, despite even despite that defeat at Everton, but it's the sort of thing where they never do that. They never go and win yeah. 10 games in a row. I think, you know, last time they did that was when they won the league back when they were Invincibles. And is, is the rhythm of a season important in these matters? I mean, it, it, as in not judging too quickly and, and, and managers being, have enough now to say, don't worry, you know, it will come good. Not least, but you look at, your own, you look at, the, you look at the fixtures, see you got next. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, well, we look at Man United as well, and they've kind yeah. of turned it around a little bit. And it's, it's, everyone's so quick to judge these days, aren't they? Like you're saying, Andy, So yeah, easily done. E- e- well, look every at, single look week. Look first so. six games. Well, last season, the season before, and this season, first six games, we beat everybody three yes. or four now. And then... We get told by somebody, you know, make a contest of the season. So we have to back off a bit and pretend we can't beat all these teams. But the truth of it is, every season we start like that, and then Chelsea come, you know, and it's uh, it's one of those things that happens. I'm not like like a distance race, like you know, people who save some for the for the you know the last hundred meters. I, I think you're at the mercy of small. There are very small margins now between all the top. Everyone's got the basic thing in place and the tiny little things. Aguero gets suspended for three, you know, Fernandinho gets suspended for three games. That's the one that hurts Yeah, in terms of the structure of the team. You can't legislate for that. We, have, we don't have somebody to come in and replace him. We don't have that. If, if Costa gets injured or, or more likely sent off, yeah. <laughs> then the, the season changes again. You know, it's, it's a good point, man. Is, is, is it small margin? Because we are, not least of which we, we, we'll go on to talk about, is that is, I've never quite heard such intense conversation about the inability for goalkeepers to goalkeep, the inability of defenders to defend, and then suddenly, and, and then individuals missing out of sides. Are, are we down to the, the finites? Yeah, football's like headed towards that direction, like so much these yeah. days, isn't it? It's, it's all about those marginal gains. 
um, as, as David Brailsford loves to talk about cycling. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is like you, if you know you look at Kante last season at Leicester, and you know, now it almost looks like he he won them the title single handedly. Yes, I mean that is absolutely. a bit of a stretch, but you know he played so brilliantly for them. And now Chelsea are top of the league, just won ten in a row, and Conte sort of adjusted his formation to suit Kante the best and get the most out of and him. And this is just a bloke who chugs around in the middle of the park. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not being dismissive. In fact, that is actually a, a, you know a term of endearment. He's an old, just an old fashioned footballer. Well, you'd say Fernandinho was that, but we miss him when he's not there. There you, know, you he, go. And, and, and United with Carrot. This conversation is quite on the same forever. No, no, (laughs) but but he he certainly seems to be significant within the United setup. Tell me about though Pep Guardiola's uh, interest of us here. I'm not a coach for the tackles, and I quote: "This is now. This is his way of responding to what is probably the is this the worst little few weeks you've had? Do you think under him?" Under him? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, without question. But, sure. I, I mean, he said the same thing, but it's certainly not the worst few, little few weeks we've had. Under, <laughs> under the club? No, yeah. exactly. In, in your, in no, your, in, in I, your you regeneration, know, it's not the worst period you've had, is it's it? It's by no means the worst. And if you looked at some of the football we've been playing, the, the story's not told until you see the games we've lost or not won, the things that should have happened that didn't happen. But that's that's a long story. But I, th- I honestly think that the context of what he was saying was, it's the same as an A-level maths teacher. Basically, you don't want to have to teach them long division. You you expect them to know that. Yeah, I, I think got, what you're saying got is to this point. exactly. Yeah. I, I don't want to teach you tackling. If if you're at the point where you should be playing for me, you know that you know tackling. Yeah, you know, that's you, fair you, point. You know, I never understood long division. Well, as <laughs> <laughs> you tackling? Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Even worse. Long long division is the one when you put the number underneath. You have a number. There's a little house. There's a little thing. With there the is house. the little ah, with, with, with the little bent bit. That's right. You put it on the roof. It's, it's, See, it already sounds complicated. Who wants to, have to figure that out? <laughs> and and, and uh, who city. Would, that's what we who do. Who would even bother? <laughs> you don't get in the you don't get in the first eleven at the Etihad without long division. Excellent. Just, yeah. Don't, do, do, get us, don't get me and Andy started on logarithm <laughs> books either, by the way. But that's not very entirely. But isn't it weird that we are in this season? And, and I've, I've enjoyed. I think it's a dynamic football. I've really enjoyed it because it's it seems to have upped its game in the in the sense that it's a, it's a more pacey, dynamic game of football. But suddenly, the, the basics are now being challenged. And, I, and, and let's, let's deal with this point, Matt. It's, it's this idea. Suddenly goalkeepers have got to goalkeep again. Defenders have got to know how to add a ball anymore. Is this, is this inevitable that when you've tweaked the game so much that you forget to get the fundamentals right? Mm, well, I, I, I don't know if it's really that. I, I think it's like managers preferring certain skills like compared to others like Guardiola with... Uh, um, Bravo's ability to pass the ball out and, and same with Carius uh, w- with Liverpool but uh, you know th- there's a great Twitter account called Crap 90s Football and if you see some of the football that was played played what, back then what would that know, be about then? We're, 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 we're light years ahead now and uh, I, I think that um, it's, it's sort of interesting actually there was a really a good video that came out of uh, Leicester's victory over Man City where you know someone was just uh, like a City fan was just tweeting sort of you know trite quotes saying like oh John Stone should like uh, kick it into Rose Ed but it, with it you know he's making a sarcastic point because he attached a video of John Stone's kicking the ball into Rose Ed Leicester get a throw in and then <laughs> and that results in Andy King scoring so it, you know it, it's quite easy isn't it to, to look at the game and just say these kind of you know simple points but, but, but you at the separate you, you, you'll have you sort of your finger on the pulse of the way that people are thinking about football. Is is there a sense that we are in a period where where they're enjoying this 
I suppose it's a change. It is a little sort of like a little a little tweak that that football's going through. A little body swerve. It, is, are there new nuances that we're beginning to have to enjoy and then start forgetting about other stuff? Yeah, well, maybe to an extent. Like you know, Guardiola's sort of uh, Guardiola's you know style of his possession based football has sort of slipped away a little bit in the last couple of years. You see sides like Klopp, uh, you know, Klopp's uh, Dortmund side, yeah, and, and Klopp's like Liverpool side this season that, that were top of the Premier League for a bit, and Conte's side, which is sort of similar in like that whole quick transition to the football and like, and it's sort of beautiful chaos in a way because they don't necessarily control football Hold matches. The phone, but- beautiful chaos. Thank you. I wanted to pause there for a second. That was a wonderful moment. I, 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 I welled up. I love that. Well, that's, that's sort of how my, my girlfriend describes living with me as well. So. <laughs> well, and there was ruined within five seconds. But that's uh, chaos theory is a nice idea. It's the reason I'm uh, uh, to a great extent that you have to. Uh, it's interesting to mention this because we have to deal with Rojo, who has the ability. To reintroduce old-fashioned football values to yeah. the game, it would seem. Did well, you see both of them tackles? He's desperate for Christmas with the family, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, he has to be. That could be the only explanation. Two? Seriously? I mean, there were two of the uh, worst. It's the Christmas, um, it's Christmas song. <laughs> I've got two feet taking me to Christmas. I'm no singer um, slash songwriter. But yeah, <laughs> there was... I'm, I was a I, actually I was appalled. I mean, you I know, the first with, one was worse. with standing old-fashioned. Oh, it's no, funny exactly. the old days when everyone used to actually loot, kick people's yeah. legs off. But there were there yeah. terrible the, moments. The they? That, that neither of them was acted on, and I don't you know. No, but what, this is a, what, this is a bigger picture, though, isn't it? Because we look at the. I've got my own grievances, you know. Um, David Luiz should have gone for me in the in the in our game with Chelsea which would have changed the game sure uh, actually you know similar not aggressive no but but then that fracas at the end fracas frac- nice <laughs> fracas at the end with, came from pent up stuff that was unresolved there for me i mean there's no excuse in aguero but you know all the other stuff comes from the fact that there's a sense of injustice there although i slightly warmed to the Bench clearing nature of that. I want to see, that, that was I a don't... little old fashioned moment that I, 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 it's sort yeah. of endearing. Just a massive brawl. Absolutely. Yeah, because you want to know, sort of like football so sanitised these days. Yes. See yeah. the players are people and they, yeah. they get annoyed at, as, as the rest of us. So. Yeah. They're, they're just like normal people with 40 zillion pounds. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> but how about they, you? They, they, Mal- they should pay people to fight for them. That, that, would, oh, be, that yeah. would be lovely. <laughs> that, oh, My proxy. Uh, uh, I'm angry. Um, <laughs> come along. Yeah, you, you three. Now, that's right. What about this, row? The row the ro- thing just really annoyed me. And, uh, is, is it, is it an, has it got under your skin at all? Or is it, do you think it's a thing? Um, I feel, well, it was two terrible tackles. Yeah. Uh, I think someone should have asked Jose Mourinho. Uh, does he coach tackling? Because uh, <laughs> it's a big story at Man City, and quite clearly, he like Rojo doesn't have to tackle. No one's coaching no tackling in Manchester. <laughs> <No>. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, like a, you know, you you would like to see what would have happened um, had had he been sent off in yeah. both of those games, and whether I suppose he couldn't be sent off in both. Oh, actually, that's a, that's a whoa, yeah, good point. That's <laughs> blown my mind. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he, but he but he should have gone, shouldn't he? I mean, the, the he should have gone in the first, and he shouldn't have been there for the second. Yeah, that's yeah, you that's know, that's true. That's a good point. 
Yeah, I, I see, that's the Doctor Who thing you just did with Precisely. Matt, wasn't it? I'm your I missed that. Exactly, that's right. Yeah, I, I, I completely and utterly but then by the same lost my TARDIS at that moment. Follow yeah. the logic. Fabregas should have gone in our game and not been there to score oh, the goal God, for this, this, this could I'm get just very saying. confusing. <laughs> oh, in that case, I approve him staying on for the first one so I could be annoyed about the second one. All right. Now, I, I'll, I'll simplify the matter if I possibly can. It was Phil Jones at half-time, wasn't it, walking off with Rojo and he's clearly saying to him, like, Please stop tackling like that. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's Phil Jones is, is mentoring you. But yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and not least was a man who spent seven eighths of his life not playing football as a professional <laughs> footballer. God yeah. bless him for whatever one reason. Like that. Although he's come, he's coming on strong, isn't he? Actually, he looks quite impressive. Yeah, well, well he was brilliant at Blackburn whenever he started. For, for yeah. so I remember actually there was one game we played against Chelsea. Um, I, th- I think with, did we win one nil or was it or was a draw? Really tight game, but he's absolutely superb. And you know, John Terry uh, like sort of said some nice words about him after the game. And but yeah, he's just never really kicked on. Sort of forgot, he's a forgotten man, and uh, but that's an obvious reason because of course his lack of availability yeah. would make him that, wouldn't it? Really, but he looks. But th- there was a time. When he was the future, this he was, was, he was this was. You remember Dun- yeah. this was Duncan Edwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just I just fear that he's been set up for a fall though because Mourinho clearly wants another exp- uh, experienced centre half. That's what he keeps leaking to the press anyway. And yeah. uh, you just sort of fear that you know Jones is going to get talked up, play well, get given game time, and then suddenly you know the the, the rugs and we pull from underneath his feet, which would, be, which would be tragic because and, oh, oh, and then he falls out and discards his bloody shoulder again. Well, I say. Yeah. Um, just on this defending point, though, which I think, it's a, I think it's a really interesting one, because this is the fundamental part of what we talk about, what we want to watch all the time. And it gets confusing, because good defending means you don't necessarily see goal-full yeah. games, and yeah. bad defending means you see bad football. Which is, And Ian Wright said it in, in his column, he said, defending's laughable nowadays, it would, uh, uh, would leave a Sunday t- football team wincing, and wish there'd been a slack at the back when I was playing. Now, this was off of the back of the weekend, right. and there were some sort of lamentable errors. But are, are there basics that aren't happening, do you think, as you watch the game yourself, Andy? I think, that, like you've, you've already alluded to it, the game changes now. And we're, we're a team that basically wants to play in a certain way, and there are teams that set out to defeat you, your objective. Now, there's no point in us having four at the back if there's only going to be one guy. You know, we do have to somehow accommodate a three. If yeah. We, you know, it, it, the way we want to play... The thing is, you can't have a three with Kolarov, Stones, and Sanya, who all like to go forward and all aren't quick against the team with probably the quickest forward in the, you sure. know, who, who hoofed the ball for. So there's always going to be that. You've got to have somebody there, and we we haven't got the right three. We're finding ourselves uh, with uh, a straight is company forward. a massive oh, problem huge. in I, there. I think he's huge, in t- not just in terms of what he does. It, it's a, he's a talisman, you know, get, and the team is different when he's in it. You know whether he plays well. It's just we've we've lost a few. We've lost a few loud voices in the dressing room. We've yeah. lost heart. You know, and, it's, and you need that guy who. Well, I, th- I think that's, 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 a, that's a really point. good point. Yeah, leadership. Like Leadership's a massive point. Can I pick up that in a moment, so Because we'll take a quick break and we'll come back on exactly that. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203-817-4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. So, welcome back, Matt. It's a very good point that you were just mentioned there before we we broke is is this leadership idea and leadership obviously in in old-fashioned football terms goalies and center halves 
regardless of captains, will be those men. And both those positions seem to be being somewhat undermined in their old-fashioned traditional roles. Yeah, I, I think, well, like we, Andy was just saying about company, when, uh, you know, you start to lose players like that, you, you notice the effect on the team. And, you know, I think it, it has affected Man City's organisation a little bit at the back. Um, but Man United, they, they've been lacking a, a leader as well since, you know, the times like Vidic Ferdinand at yeah. the back. Uh, Chelsea, when, when Terry, you know, they're looking solid now, but like when Terry hasn't been in the side, like in the last few seasons, like, uh, you know, through injury or whatever, then, um, yeah, they've looked a bit vulnerable as well. And obviously that question's always put towards Arsenal. So, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Like, I mean, you look at Liverpool and you don't really necessarily see like m- many leaders in that team, but I guess Klopp is such a, a figurehead of, of that side. But he's, but he's, he seems to have wavered with the goalie. I mean, they have had problems at centre half forever, Liverpool, mm. haven't they? You know, yeah. you know, yeah. a lot of in living memory. But he, but he swapped his key. He put Milo back in, didn't he, the other night? So he saw. He's either I can't see because Klopp responded to public opinion to, no, to media. I, I, I think he's very much his own man, and I don't think he would be. Uh, you know, he would be affected by that in any way, really. I mean, he did respond and, you know, he, he said sort of begrudgingly to uh, the press the other day, like, oh, I don't want to give you a line, but yeah, you know, the Neville brothers, what's, uh, you know, they obviously don't like Liverpool. I think he's probably dropped carriers. I mean, dropped is such a strong word, like, as well, because, you know, how many games are in the season and, like, mm. Mignolet was dropped. It's like, I think he just rotated because he probably thought, um, that yeah, he's 23 years old. Uh, he's he's in the spotlight. If he makes a mistake, then it might crush his confidence. So yeah. Just take him out, give him a bit of time to kind of you know get his mind right and get his confidence back in in, in training, and then he'll be back in the team. And also, like Mignolet is a su- you know superb goalkeeper, really, and um, he, he's very experienced and he's made some mistakes himself. But of course, like you know, he's a capable deputy. So. If I may throw that very point over to the Manchester City part of this equation, because there's nothing wrong with Joe Hart, was there? There was nothing wrong with Joe Hart. I mean, certainly in goalkeeping terms, I think we've, we've yet to see with, with Bravo, and he's made he's made it's a goalkeeping He's made a, a few good saves. To no, be fair. He, 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 he looked okay the other to night. To be honest, he? we've got used to, you know, when the guy like Vardy's through for the third one, and you're thinking Joe maybe gets something. You know, I don't want to be there saying, "Oh, Joe would have saved that." But the thing is, yeah, we, we've got used to over the last couple of seasons of him pulling out a blinder to get as a point or to just do something he, he was He was good for points, wasn't he? But he, he was, was good for points for stops. And yeah. and my, my thing I don't understand, and I do think, I do think there's a little bit of uh, Pep getting him out, whether it's to do with the fact that the whole Mancini thing that went on with the dressing room and getting mm-hmm. the manager out, because he, he does pay attention to those things, Pep. You know, it's like, I'm not, I don't want troublemakers in there. The speed with which he got him out, and and somewhere else was, was actually one tends to forget that that was a conversation, wasn't it? In 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 Mancini's days, is that he was possibly a disruptive force. Well, I don't forget that because I was at the Wigan, you know, the the final when the bit Wigan yeah. beat us, and that day was lost before it even started because the team was against the manager, you know, and and we were all standing there, you know. Twiddling our thumbs, yeah. And that you could feel it. You could, you could feel some. It's interesting, and poison that, isn't it? in there, and that, whether or not that that's speculation. But the truth of it is, what I don't understand with Hart is, if he's if he's, and I've made the same point, if he's not good with his distribution, which he plainly isn't, teach him to be good. <laughs> how right? Hard, how hard can it be? Yeah. You know, you've got training every day. Teach him to, to, to the, the art of distribution. Well, because they did this, you know, th- th- this is the thing. We, we, they're, they're kind of bringing in these goalies that seem to be 
you know, from my point of view, individual I've never heard of. But then again, it's because apparently, you know, they barely need their gloves because they're so they're so dazzling with their footwork. In it's a change, but it seems a very dramatic change, and 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 lacks that kind of transitional period, which of course some of these clubs seem to be now going through as a result. Yeah. It, it also, it's it's harder to. Uh to really quantify yeah. what, what a goalkeeper who's good with a feet can do. So, mm. say, say Bravo plays like a brilliant pass, like 30 yards out of defence to Fernandinho, and then Fernandinho plays you know plays mm. a ball into Aguero or whatever, and it's a goal. It's, it's, so is that his assist, yeah, and it's, we should it, count that it, as an assist? It's, it's yeah. difficult to really, because we only, like most of us only watch, watch highlights as well. But, but you know, if Joe Hart, like against uh, Dortmund a few years ago in Champions League, when he pulls off brilliant save after brilliant save. Which he did in for Turin game, at the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Then, yeah. Then, then it's much easier to be like, like, oh well, he saved him a point there, or you know the the victory. Also, like even Courtois last night, he made a brilliant save at ninety minute from Van Arnholt, yeah, yeah. and everyone's saying, well, that basically like saved Chelsea two point two points. I suppose on the broader question there, as a result of that, is my argument has been frequently on here is that it's been a good season to watch for that it's been reason. Exciting. Yeah, of course. Now, do you not think so? I, I think it's been an exciting football season. You? I, you know, for, for me, I'm, we're still most City fans I know. We, we still can't believe that we're, you know, competing at this level. So for for us, it's fabulous. We expect to concede goals. The fact is now we're scoring them as well, yeah. which is which is new. So, um, but you know, with the Bravo thing. I just I've never seen him beat a man yet and get cross the ball in. He's never he doesn't do that for me. He don't get he don't get he, he doesn't don't go, go past a man, does he? He won't go past a man. Yeah, he's not he, no agree to, is he? Don't put the don't, say, don't put the jets on and just get through. That. <laughs> break, he's, he's hanging back. He doesn't break me. lines, does he? No, it's, I don't, what kind of goal is that? What's, what's, what's the sense that with you boys at set pieces and stuff like? Do you think you're in a in sort of a, a little bit of a vintage period? Because we are definitely seeing a change in the league, which is seen to be the most commercial, the biggest seller, you know, around the world, bar none. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, I mean, it was always given there was going to be a tipping point whenever the money started flooding into the English game, and you you get more more players from all around the world coming in, the greatest managers yeah. coming in. That these influences, you know, like, and, and we are used to like the sort of, uh, you know blood and thunder sort of um, style of football over here like like uh, Michael Owen actually said a, like a really good point on BT Sport uh, during the Everton game he said like uh, you know the fans like they want to see a tackle they want to see mm. like a player running hard they want to see like uh, you know, a, a lung busting run down the wing or something. That's what, like, you know, gives them enthusiasm, and, and it's true. Like, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what we all grew up with watching, and that's that's what we think of as like people trying hard and really giving it everything for, for the team. So, whenever you see, it's a bit like David Stil- Silver whenever he came to Man City. Like, there's probably a few people that questioned him at, at, at first. Yeah. Clearly, an incredibly gifted footballer, but you know, who's the small lad from Spain who's yeah. suddenly going to like string our whole team together? And he mm. did it superbly. So, I think that yeah, the English game's changing. It's becoming more of our continental game overall and I think that that yeah, raises a, a few questions for people but then you throw Klopp in the mix there and that's a different he he's uh, you know he's from the continent I think that's where he that's is where you're the, right that's no, where that. they keep Germany <laughs> and he's a man who basically sort of eschews a lot of that and just goes for good old fashioned yeah. blood and thunder and it's working for them at the moment as well but it's the same, don't you, don't you think a lot, an awful lot of the, what you would consider European football, or the teams that are now influenced, who want to do well in the Champions League, they're doing, you know, three at the back possibly, you're taking chances. Yeah, yeah. Because, because the truth of it is you're playing against, you should be, in all the other leagues, playing against teams who won't give you a problem at the back. 
to the extent that we will in this league. And the problem is the and money. And probably only two teams in that league. Well, exactly. Well. Yeah, exactly yeah. You know, but the, the, the rest, money have the rest of the year off. Exactly, but the money has brought very good attacking players to lower league teams. Yeah. So even even if they're not that strong, there's going to be a couple it's of guys who will hurt you. You know, and you know what's weird about this though is that where you think it's weird in the in in, in the Premier League, look at the Championship, man. Where, which is where Matt's team. I was going to say lingers. I'll go with lives. I'm trying to because if things aren't horrible at Blackburn at the moment by Blackburn's own. Contemporary standards. This is not the worst you've ever seen it, have you? It's. it's, not, it's <laughs> not, I'm, I'm quite a young man, Mark. So. Uh, that's true, exactly. That's right. I'm, I'm, I saw his win the Winter Premier League. Week last Wednesday, yeah, exactly. But, that, that, no, but I mean, recently, you know, given the chaos that's been at the club, if, if, are you a bit more stable or something at the moment? We're, you know, when you put one of those pennies in those, like, kind of black hole. Uh, Charity boxes at, at like an Asda or something, and it just circles and circles and circles. Yes. And you think, is it ever going to drop? We're, 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 we're in that, that situation at the moment. So the black hole's there. Oh, it's, it's there. The, it's, it's there, coming, and it's sucking yeah. us in. Yeah. The abyss is on the horizon. I don't even think you can do. Can you have an abyss on the horizon? You can't have an abyss on the horizon. You could not. No. There's no way on God's green planet <laughs> ab- an abyss could be on the horizon. I think that's how the, bad it is. Yeah, the abyss is the horizon. That's it. It's basically the it's nice. abyss. It's even nicer. Yes, no, that's very good. For, also very good. Um, I love the top of the championship at the moment because it's very confusing. It's because there is there's been good old fashioned there's good times when basically only only Sean Dyche and Tony Pulis knew how to get football teams. Everyone was Sean Dyche and Tony Pulis. Right. All their football teams got out, failed dismally in the Premier League. Got back know, in. The rarefied <laughs> atmosphere, you know, like the first fish that climbed out the primal ooze. <laughs> Big eyes are wide and it's it's, it's <laughs> puffing away. They're going, where's the bloody water? Not I'm ready not, yet, not ready what's yet. What's this air stuff? <laughs> it gets very confusing. You look at the, the, the fellas at the top of this league now. Um, Yap Stam's up there. Ranieri, Chris Hewton. Pl- you know, with Brighton, uh, this this wonderful head-to-head they got. There's Calavo on it, who's, I think he's, who's at Sheffield Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday. David Wagner. Or is he Wagner. At Huddersfield. Uh, Hassan Hurdle? <laughs> he's German. He's a German born or German played USA international. Okay. Who was Borussia Dortmund 2's manager. We, we've actually got an interview with him in a, in a next yeah. couple of weeks yeah, coming up. Super. So, yeah. He's got to be Wagner, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he's we're going, got, we're going with he's Wagner. He's got to be Wagner. They probably, they play Ride of the Valkyries before the team. Yeah, like, exactly. It'd like, <laughs> 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 be fantastic, though, wouldn't it? That's the only way I come out. <laughs> yeah. because if he's on Wagnerian <laughs> proportions, is that, that's not... Yeah, that's I love the smell of dumbing in the morning. <laughs> 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 but there is... You, you can't, the, the point I'm making is, is that... And we'll talk about bourbon in a second in these terms, is that... They used to be, you could almost like, you know, you could nominate exactly the kind of team the kind of manager would get you out. Now, pick the bones out of that lot. It's fun. Yeah, well, yeah, if you've got Rafa Benitez in Newcastle, I don't know how much like they're paying him, but it's, uh, yeah, some, some interesting names from, mm. from, from around Europe. Yap Sam as well, obviously going back to Man United in the FA Cup yeah. uh, with Reading, so but, but, he's done uh, really he well. Had, did he have a job before? Was he a manager before this? There was, there was a, a guy... Um, He's done some coaching before, but there's a chap I know who works in Holland who said that uh, apparently they sort of had to kind of re- restructure his like coaching um, 
like lessons because apparently like he wasn't really that bothered about it. So, <laughs> so he's the Trump, like he didn't really the need Trump it, of football management. Restructuring <laughs> his coaching lessons because yeah. he wasn't bothered. He's, a, he's like basically saying like, all right, yeah, no more footballs on men. Strip club and pals. I tell you what, he, he coaches tackling though. He coaches tackling. I'll bet he does. He, <laughs> he's all yeah. over that one there. Um, how about that? Now, I know, Andy, you're not, you're not completely across this story, but... Cop a load of this. I've got the phrase written down for us here. Birmingham sat Gary Rowett, who is as Midlands and Birmingham as you can possibly get. He's, a, he's probably forty. Football, mm-hmm. ma- you know, uh, uh, he's, he's he played for. He's played in that area. He's taken that team on. There, Birmingham have, have, have been mid-table, nothing for years. Right. He was in the top six. He's only just out the top six. He's gone. And as Birmingham pointed out, what you have to... The reason he's gone is because we have to buy into the exciting vision of Trillion Trophy Asian Limited. You can't that, argue with that, act, though, can you? No, well, one, no, yeah. I've got to say, one, once they made that, go, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, fair play. No, that's it. it this know. is a club press. And, and, and then Gianfranco Zola, who has done... God, what well, the loveliest football he's ever seen, probably the loveliest man you're ever going to meet. Right. His football management. So you're saying it's a bad appointment? I listen. It, it might be wonderful all round, but this this is a man who who had had Birmingham overachieving and was in position. Perhaps they didn't want to go up because okay. I always remember my dad telling me years that uh, Preston always finished just outside the uh, the uh, places to go up. Yeah, for years to do with the, something to do with the, the ground, and they would have to spend money on the ground because it wasn't. It wouldn't meet the specifications. This is the Rojo two-footed tackle it could for the be. entire football club. I want Christmas off. It's yeah. just like Preston. I it's don't like know Preston what to go the, the, It's like, yeah, we could go up, but we choose not to. Yeah. So maybe it's just a bit of that. How about it, though? It, it, it's, I mean, it, the, the championship has, has been a sorry mess. Uh, there's a number. 23 managers since May. Of, of been in and out of football clubs. Well, that's Theresa May. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's... I think we'll leave that in. <laughs> but in leaving it in, which is another thing, a phrase that I don't want to sort of contemplate too long, um, that was Andy's hilarious satirical joke, and obviously we're not... Oh, anyway. I feel good now. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> Moving on gently. Oh, precisely. The Championship has always had this kind of fuss about it because I, I suppose it's because to get in the Premier League is arguably bigger than being in the Premier League simple as that uh, well yeah isn't it it's, it's called like the £70 million pound game yeah. now, that playoff final so it's one of the biggest games in, in the calendar uh, I think uh, yeah it's it, it's it's bizarre to, to get rid of Gary Rowett for, for Gianfranco Zola I mean Zola's a superb footballer he's done alright at a couple of jobs like he, he did well at West Ham in like his first couple of seasons I think before no, before, I before he left no, no, I <laughs> uh, of course uh, sorry <laughs> no, you, well, you, no. You, you, you're, he, you're he, the authority on this we but were quite lovely bear in mind that's when Blackburn were, were starting to drop down through the league <laughs> so re- relatively <laughs> it, it was well but, um, but I think that uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's hardly like he's definitely you know he's far from being nailed on to to take Birmingham into the Premier League. Uh, you know, I know for certain I take Gary Rowe at Blackburn, and I think a lot of other clubs in the Championship. I've got to say, there's a good manager there. It's a, main, it's a name that we can all conjure with, and, luckily, and, and unfortunately we've run out of time. But there's another name we can conjure with. Is that Malcolm Mackay's got a job in the Scottish FA? 
Oh, it's exciting news. Yeah, and 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 we could come up with some stuff, which which will do when we've stopped talking, much in the Theresa May way, because that was the whistleblowers. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at thewhistleblowers.net. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners, Sports Revolution, on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.